0: almost birthday girl
1: yay i'm so excited i mean well i'm not that excited I, <laughs> i'm always like so hyped for my birthday every year but i mean there's nothing to do this year yeah so, uh, at least it's you- than last year when i had to cancel my birthday party mm-hmm. so you know
0: what is your plan are you working tomorrow or you took it off
1: uh no i'm working because it's a wednesday i'm just like i don't care um, I'm going to try to get like everything done a little bit early, um, okay. just like so have maybe like an hour extra, but, um, I'm going to see an apartment at 4:45, mm-hmm. So like right after work. And, um, and then after that, I'm meeting up with my friend Julia to go on a walk, uh, just in the park by my house. Um, and then Ben is making me cannelloni for dinner. So I'm excited that's nice yeah and I'm my parents seem to have a plan but I don't know what it is so we'll see I love surprises like I love spontaneity so I'm hoping someone does something random because it it just gets me so excited I'm like "Ah!" (laughs) yeah so I'm excited I'm sure it's going to be a nice day and then yeah just probably I'll probably wait till like the weekend to really dig into any celebratory behavior
0: (laughs) How, how, how do your parents feel about you looking for um, a place to live?
1: Uh, they're excited for me because, like, compared to my siblings, like, my brother, he moved out, like, first year university and lived in the residence and then, like, basically never came home after that. Um, and then my sister, kind of similar situation, like, they were both in a, my brother was in a frat, my sister's in a sorority, so, like, they were always gone and, like, doing crazy shit and I was always home um because I'm just like not really not really into that scene um (laughs) but yeah they're excited they're like you waited long enough you saved a lot of money up like just go get the experience and and see how you like it so I think they're they're supportive which is nice Nice. that's good it's so funny because I'm thinking back to like when I was in first or second year university and like I was so angsty and like I'm moving out. Like, I don't care. I'll go live (laughs) with my friend in on like the school residence. I don't care. Like, I'll go. And now I'm just like, oh, my God, I would have wasted so much money. (laughs) Like, I don't even like partying. So it would have been even worse for me. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see the place. It looks they have like really ugly furnishing in the pictures. But like the actual house is pretty cute. So I'm excited. And it has a balcony and like a yard, which is Better than the other apartment, which doesn't have any sort of like balcony or yard. It's just like so it's like an
0: apartment, but in a house and not an apartment
1: building, right? Yeah, they're, so they're okay. both they're both in like mansions, basically. Um, and those, Yay. those mansions, they're like <laughs> split up into like ten units, which is its own thing. That's so cool. It is cool. It's like pretty popular in downtown London because we have all these like Victorian houses that are just like massive. Um, and they've all been bought up by like landlords and just split into a bunch of units. So I'm excited. Like either way, if I got either of these, I'd be really happy. So I'm hoping for one of them to work out, you know, um,
0: keep me updated.
1: I will. I, I've been keeping everyone updated, whether they (laughs) like it or not. (laughs) I do like it. It's exciting. It's fun. Like it's, it's fun and stressful
0: all at once.
1: Exactly. The most
0: fun part is just telling people about it
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just want to have my own space and like decorate in my way and whatever of so I'm excited you know whatever next stage in my life you know exactly well is can we talk about this on the pod is Ben coming with you he's not he's not okay. <laughs> which I'm really happy about because I really wanted to go on my own first before getting like another housemate like I'm, a, I'm like running away from my giant family to like be alone and okay, so um hopefully down the line we'll get a place but i would rather like buy something together than rent. we'll see what happens <laughs> benjamin come on get it together dude <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um after so, yeah. We fall out, <laughs> <laughs> literally um What's up with you? How are you doing?
0: I'm literally dreading tomorrow. <laughs> I am dreading it. I don't wanna take the tooth out. I'm, I'm, yeah. and I know I'm, on this. I know I'm gonna be fine, blah, blah. I know I'm gonna be fine. I don't care. I don't want it.
1: <laughs> right. I hate it. Just cause you're gonna like it. survive <laughs> it doesn't mean it's gonna be a good time.
0: <laughs> exactly. And it's like my mom and my friend James, when they got there, wasn't T taken out? I guess it's because they did more at once, but uh, they actually got put to sleep. Right. But I'm gonna be like awake. They're just numbing the area, and okay. so like
1: oh, I have yeah. to hear everything. What? I did. I got all four of mine taken out, and I was awake for the whole time. It was terrible. I hate <laughs> like, it. I'm, gonna, I'm not. I was concerned. awake for my bottom two. You're getting bo- your bottom two. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I said I was also awake for my bottom too. Oh,
1: yeah, it's really like gross to hear the sounds and like yeah, and like you like you
0: feel it like
1: when they crack the something open, like you
0: feel your head like move and you're like,
1: Ugh. it's the whole. And like worst. the dentist is like on you, like it's not like a non invasive <laughs> procedure. It's like very intimate. The good thing though is that
0: the only bright side, as I see it, besides the ice cream, is like it is going to be super short because it is just one tooth. Yeah. And like, because I don't know if you remember, but like I had the infection like two or three ish weeks ago. Okay. So like, I'm hoping that means that it's pushing down so much that it's like right there. And it's like easy, easy to pop out for them to like, yeah, you know, so I'm really hoping that like in 20 minutes I'm done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, when I got mine, like my dentist was finished in 40 minutes and I got all four. So hopefully yours goes really smoothly. Yeah. And then you can have ice cream for many days to come. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's
0: all I'll be eating. I have all my frozen fruit ready, for my smoothies I'm going to make. I have soups. Yep. And my mom is buying me ice cream for tomorrow.
1: Oh, well, at least you're yeah. prepared. That's all you can do is prepare at this point. <laughs> well
0: anyway on that note right of the episode is of episode 12
1: maybe i think it's episode 12 yeah yeah the, monarchy. Is the monarchy yes which is great timing because it's the british monarchy has really been in the news lately a lot <laughs> and their whole system and yeah well everything is being deconstructed in the public eye which is always an exciting thing.
0: (laughs) Well, let's start off with an easy lob of a question. Do you think the monarchy should still exist? No. No,
1: (laughs) not not really. Um, I will say that I don't really think about the monarchy at all. Like, I don't think (laughs) I mean, when I see the news, I'm like, okay. But in terms of, like, modern government and modern structures of countries it just doesn't make sense to me it kind of seems like like what's the purpose of them existing you know like I know that there's somewhat of a political play there where they can have some sway and like it's for the people to kind of like have this it's kind of like the British version of the American dream like Mm. that's their like ideal maybe I don't know I don't know that many British people (laughs) but I mean I feel like they're super outdated and honestly like a hallmark of colonialism so it's kind of like like why are you rebrand maybe I don't know (laughs) um
0: yeah I don't know like my I would like kind of like what you said like I don't first of all we live here not there so like what the monarchy Does doesn't really affect you know like the United States president affects me way more than the British monarchy
1: right exactly
0: and to like a certain degree I've like I'm I'm pretty sure the British monarchy like doesn't actually have much power in Britain right um so like for for just me personally like whether they abolish it or not like does anything actually change like in the country
1: well I think. One of the big points is that they aren't they paid by like the public?
0: I don't know. That's the they're thing. I have no it. idea. Which like if they are paid through public taxes, then yes, I then that's that is a good reason to abolish monarchy.
1: Yeah.
0: But for some reason in my head, I was just like <laughs> I just it's just one of those families and like they're just probably like, you know when someone's just always rich and you don't really think about where they get their money? Yep. <laughs> so it's like they have like family jewels or i don't know you know what i mean like
1: i think like as a historical family in the uk like definitely important like if they are obviously a gigantic part of that history but i don't think that they deserve to get the public's money especially like considering like what do they really give back you know i i don't know that much but i know they do like public services but it's always like oh we're going to visit sick people in the hospital or Man, check. and How like a bunch military? of them serve in the military and whatever i don't know it's just like it's kind of like any historically rich and affluent family like they don't really truly serve a purpose but, but they I don't... don't like like i said i don't
0: think she like i it's the government like of major decisions i'm pretty sure it's just the government mm-hmm. who does and then she just like signs a paper on whatever they voted on
1: <laughs> you yeah know? Like they consult in terms of like political gameplay i feel but i don't think that they have the sway that they did back in the day
0: okay so the royal family is paid through a mix of public and private money not include like but they also have like their inherited wealth their real estate and like whatever they invest in. So like their public assets. Mm-hmm. That being said I don't know if the public money, like the taxes of the people maybe pay for the workers Yeah, who work at the palace and like the Definitely. guards and stuff. Yeah. So I forgot it's going to sound so mean but I forgot that those people existed. <laughs> 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 that there's actually people who work at like who work at the castles and yeah, houses and like clean and guard and stuff. I guess in a way So think about it, if we get ri- maybe there's a conversation if we get rid of the monarchy, how many jobs are being eliminated?
1: Right. that's a whole industry. And it it's not just Buckingham Palace, they have like properties everywhere which serve yeah. purposes and I mean, that would really suck for every like especially I think like People who work there, they have to go through special training. Yeah. Like, special schools to, to be allowed to work there, too, so... Yeah, it's like Disney World. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> but... <laughs> again, like... I kind of... I don't know. i would never even thought about the royal family until I started working at Dipley, and I had to kind of pay attention to them. So, for me, like, I never grew up, like, watching any of the parades or weddings or anything okay and coming to dipley and seeing like taylor is super into the royal family obviously and seeing like how excited she gets about their news and what's going on with them um it's like cool but in terms of like serving the people i just don't see it being significant i think it's kind of hard to separate the royal family from colonialism and from like I don't know when you watch the crown, you're like, wow, this is so interesting and like such a rich history, but they completely erase like the true impact that that family and the institution, the impact that that had on all the countries they were going to. And like, they showed Prince Andrew, like in the show, like going overseas and, you know, sleeping with a bunch of people and whatever. But like, when you think about like the British army invading Other countries are going on post in other countries, and they're not like they're not like consensually sleeping with people. Like they're like pillaging areas. So, in the in terms of like the media, I think there's so such an interesting and rich history to dig into, and if you approach it from that point of view, it's cool. But if you approach it from the truly like a wholesome approach it's a super ugly situation and a like fat reminder that even when you do these horrible, you know, commit horrible atrocities to people, like you can still like just move on as an institution and like be respected and rich and affluent, which is crazy, but it's not crazy. You know, it's normal. It's just crazy from, from a normal person perspective, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, there was like, there was this tweet the other day, not about the royal family, but it was it was about because Ides of March was yesterday, right? The yeah. assassination of Julius Caesar, and there was a tweet that said something like, "You, you can tell the power of the of the of the white man, or like the or like the quote unquote winners of history, mm-hmm. which would fall into that same realm as the royal family, based on the fact that even though." they committed genocide, they're still one of the most famous pe- famous and like most beloved people in the yeah. world, you know? So, okay, i really didn't phrase it as the tweet said.
1: <laughs> I'm like, no, that's what it, what it said. That tweet. Long-winded, that was in 280 characters.
0: <laughs> oh my God, anyway, more or less, that's what it said. That was the point of the tweet. And I think yeah. that just ties in nicely to what you were saying.
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. Mess. I think it's kind of like, it's not just the, the British monarch, it's just like, in general, like, if you look at the United States too, they've done the most horrendous stuff. China too, done the most horrendous stuff. Most of the, like, world powers have really contributed to some of the worst moments in history, yeah. in human history, but that's how they got the power. Like, you don't yeah. just get power by asking you know nicely well that's the thing right like this
0: this uh pattern i guess if you want to call it it has literally existed since ancient times (laughs) yeah and like obviously yes you want war to disappear and stuff but like how do you even get rid of that kind of system in like Just like a turnover, you know what I mean? Like, it's so hard. How do you get rid of that?
1: I mean, and what's the alternative? Because there's no way that every person on Earth is going to agree to be peaceful and stop invading places and all of that stuff. So like, either you, as a country or as an institution, decide you don't want to participate and then you lose all your power, probably. Or you participate and you become the villain. Yeah. (laughs) Is unfortunate. I mean, even on like a micro micro, macro scale, whatever. On a smaller scale, like when you look at (laughs) when you look at Meghan Markle and like the way she was treated, like it's kind of it's very deep set in their belief system. Like of course. The racism, the entitlement to power, like that's all extremely deep-rooted and it's like it's kind of bizarre that the British tabloids too play into that as well because you would think that the press is is trying to always unveil the truth and always trying to like be neutral about things which is how you're supposed to be when you're the press but it's kind of just like you never know when you're getting fed propaganda about these powerful institutions. Like it's all, you could always be looking at propaganda and never know. And like when they, you know, when they tear down someone like Meghan Markle for doing what? She didn't do yeah. anything, She'd just being black, <laughs> being like half black and having a child, like imagine if she was darker skinned or imagine if she was Indian or something where, you know, there's a direct tie from British colonialism to that person it would have been a zoo mm-hmm. and it was already it's already so terrible yeah. like the fact that she said that she didn't yeah. want to live like that's crazy to be in yeah. such a powerful family and still be like stomped on so
0: and what what's wild too is that like the same people who are obsessed with princess diana don't believe Meghan markle yeah and it's like she say, she's saying the same thing that princess diana said like not, obviously not about her race and like the skin color of her child yeah. and stuff like that, obviously. But everything else is, it's the same stuff Princess Diana said. So why can you believe Princess Diana but not believe Meghan Markle? And the only answer there is because she's like black. There's no other, yeah. there's no other answer because they said the same thing. It's it's but like, you're just, you're just like, showing more that you're a racist
1: <laughs> i think though like people don't really care that they're racist anymore like no of course people don't care in a, in a post-trump world i feel like it's just everyone is what they are and they don't even care like they have no shame anymore they don't feel like they feel like they'll be rallied behind regardless of what they say which is crazy yeah like you know make make racists scared again That's a a phrase that I like, because I'm like, how can you be comfortable coming out and just saying racist shit? Like, it actually blows my mind. And then you think about, like, the intellectual side of that. Like, I'm sorry, you hate this person because they have tan skin? Like, really, like, absorb that and think about that and digest it. Like, that makes no sense.
0: But you love being tan in the summer, though.
1: Oh, yeah. They can't get enough, you know? Just... I don't know and another thing about Meghan Markle like people and and this is in general too not just about that specific situation but people always have more sympathy after the fact you know like after Diana died Mm -hmm. everyone was like oh like we need to support like this is she was so amazing blah 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 blah." like obviously she was the people's princess before that but like they didn't they didn't want to hear her problems before that And now she's dead and everyone's like, we should have listened to her. And it's like, in general, too, when people voice their concern or voice that they are feeling like life is not worth living, people are like, oh, you need to like, buck up. You know, you need to like, figure it out. I had to sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) You were looked so close. (laughs) It came came all the way down and then it (laughs) went away. Oh, what a tease. Oh, Um, Jesus Christ. I do
0: agree with you because it's like... um, Well, what's his name? Chester... What's his last name? Bloomingfield from Lincoln Park? Oh, yeah.
1: Bloomingfield? I don't remember his name.
0: (laughs) Um, But it's the same thing. When he... Upcoming trigger warning. When he committed suicide everyone it's the same but it's the same thing right we see this all the time in celebs for like 36 hours it's oh mental health and mm-hmm. if you're feeling alone talk to someone reach out to your friends blah 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 and like whatever then it like cascades right like don't bully don't do the blah blah and then it's like <laughs> you assholes don't even fucking listen to the shit that you say you know yep and it just Yeah, it's like that with Meghan Markle too, And how was it, Princess Diana? Like you said, it's just like, I don't know, it doesn't make sense. And then after that 36 hour period, it's like, they're done (laughs) and that was it, you know?
1: Well, that's like another like contributing factor to just the news cycle in general is so fast now that like we don't even have time to digest and really sit with tragedies that occur. Like we don't even really understand the weight of it and I'm not saying that we should carry all these tragedies and feel them all completely but it's like I think people get desensitized to hearing this type of stuff whether it's you know like a celeb who has mental health problems or um, like a country going and invading somewhere else and causing really horrible stuff to happen like we're so desensitized and we see it so regularly especially with social media like we can't escape every single thing that happens we know about right I think it kind of creates like a gap between observers like regular people and these celebrities or these institutions or whatever and we just kind of are like whatever like it's not it's almost like it's not real yeah it's so real that it's not real not to be trippy but like (laughs) I feel that a lot like I especially during the pandemic, I've been like trying not to read the news because I already know it's going to be bad. And I already know, like, not only is COVID happening, but there's a lot more going on, but then I'm like, oh, there's my privilege. Like I can just turn it off, you know? Yeah. Makes you like want to, well, it makes me anyway, want to kind of like be way more selective about what I consume so that I'm not desensitized to such important and traumatic events that happen, like, world events that happen. Like, I want to not carry that weight, but I want to understand and empathize with the people who are suffering so that I can be inspired to help or to raise money or take action to actually help people instead of just, like, posting something on my Instagram story and being, like, good enough. Like, <laughs> we yeah. talked about that before, like, slacktivism or whatever, but at the same time, it's very hard to care about everything that's happening and it's not I mean it's not your responsibility to care but it is about certain things you know care about what you care about and really care yeah and seen that was a lot of caring in one thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean yeah no it's
0: yeah because it can also be overwhelming right like when if you're following like 500 people on twitter mm-hmm. and everyone's posting which is whatever, which is great. But then it's like, kind of basically just regurgitating what you said before, like having that constant stream of bad things that are happening. Yeah. It like, it really takes a toll, like on your brain, like, like, not even just acknowledging that those bad things are happening, because I'm sure on whether you're on social media or not, you know that bad things are happening all over the world. But it's like, seeing seeing it you know like the pictures and the videos of of some atrocities that in my opinion should not be so leisurely spread out over the internet to be honest oh my god I know so when you're being confronted like all day long by quite frankly that constant triggering topics I can also understand why like you said you sometimes do just want to turn it off and yeah maybe it is a privilege but also you're taking care like of yourself right because it, it's I agree it's very important to, to care strongly about things and make a difference where you can but like you also have to take care of you and if you're not doing that fuck all is gonna happen for anyone
1: else mm-hmm. ain't that the truth <laughs> so I've been asking this question in our like icebreaker things our coffee things for work um, so I'm going to ask you <laughs> ask me. it's a very simple easy question but like what have you been doing that you really enjoy that has like taken your mind off like the bad stuff that's going on and just like allowed you to feel like a little less heavy and just like happy like what's your happy thing right now
0: um okay I'll try to pick something else besides media <laughs>
1: We media. I'd love to hear about it. So then, media. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I have tons of books right over there, all piled up.
1: So, and... do you read multiple books at one time, or do you finish one back to back and then start the next one? No,
0: it's one. It's okay. Well, actually, I would say not like 97% of the time, it's I read just one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But for example, Uh, My friend Clarissa and I are starting The Idiot in April. And then, depending when we start, a few weeks later, I'm getting a book that I've been waiting, like, a year for. And I know that I'm going to put The Idiot down so I could, like, read that in one sitting. Yeah. Because, like, I need need it, you know? (laughs) Yes. But usually it's just, it's one book at a time. But, yeah, so that I watched um, the entire Naruto series, which, for reference... (laughs) It is 720 episodes, 11 movies, and I think 14, like, like, small episodes.
1: Oh, my God. How long did that take you?
0: Oh, I lost... What's time? I lost... I totally... I don't know. I can't tell you when I started. I finished it within the past week. I know that. Um... But well, yeah, almost. almost a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, but it's like the hardest fucking anime ever.
1: <laughs> so. I like see your tweets, and sometimes I'm like, "What if I want to watch it?" And I just scroll by so I don't read it. Cause I'm like, what <laughs> if I watch it, and then I have spoiled it for myself. But my sister is like super into anime right now. She has like this anime specific streaming service. I don't know if you have it, Crunchyroll. I don't have it because uh, I use a very legal other website. Watch, watch my, my anime, anime. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha gotcha um <laughs> so she's been like forcing my mom to watch anime with her it's so funny i'm like mom you're like hip right now like you know what's <laughs> in in the anime world she's like yeah
0: <laughs> what's your sister watching do you know
1: oh she tells me the names but i <laughs> they're always like the weirdest names they're like like lunchroom something blah 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 and i'm like what is this <laughs> title but I'm assuming they're very popular and I just don't know anything about anime. (laughs) it's
0: Because you know, you know what it is? It's like sometimes the English translated versions like of the title sound like romance novel titles, you know? So like they tell you exactly what it is. So like there's some romance titles. It's like, I can't think of any right now, but it's (laughs) usually, it's it's like (laughs) springtime, duchess with a vampire so you know it's about a vampire and a woman fucking in the springtime like they're very yeah. to the point and i find that's what happens when like the japanese titles get translated to The direct
1: translation yeah yeah it's
0: like well they're hanging out at lunch that's what's happening <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much pretty much so um yeah so like there's can... this one
0: show called prince of tennis yeah which is literally about <laughs> a tennis player and they consider him a prince is that the one
1: where they just play tennis the entire time the entire the show my sister is telling me about that it is
0: it's quite oldish but it's fucking good that's what like got me started on sports anime because i was like who knew sports were this interesting <laughs>
1: exactly. that's what i said to her because i was like i don't understand like how is every episode just like about tennis but it's she was like it's so good though and i'm like yeah. but why so i think i just have to like take the plunge yeah, and get into it. But honestly, I haven't been watching anything lately, which is really. No- I've been watching my happy place now is uh watching this guy on YouTube who like goes to these crazy abandoned locations in like the Ukraine and Russia, and just like explores them illegally. Cool. It's really cool. The guy is weird. He also makes music, so he because ma- he, he has like a bunch of like music. <laughs> in his channel that are, like, using footage from his trips, which I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> but um, it's really interesting to see, like... I mean, obviously, um, the most popular one... Uh, what the hell is it called? Um, Chernobyl. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. Um, Chernobyl, he's he's done, like, several series on it, which is... I mean, did you watch the, the TV, like mini series no I I still
0: don't watch it
1: what I know oh my god it's so
0: like me of all people I still haven't watched
1: it I was like you definitely have seen this (laughs) um well definitely watch that it's like kind of scary like it seems like fake but it's not fake it actually happened um and it's really like it's kind of gory but it's really good really really good um but yeah so he goes into like the like breaks into the grounds and checks out like the generator and everything and the reactor it's just crazy and then you see like the wildlife and like there's all these like movies that are based on like nuclear reactors like and creating really weird mutations and stuff like that's not really how it is because at this point now like the the wildlife has come back and like taken over the land and like it's just so cool it's so cool like the way nature just like reclaims like buildings and there's trees growing through like cement. It's like, what the fuck? Trees don't give
0: a fuck, man. They don't care. They don't care about you. They don't care about
1: anything. They're They're like, I was here first. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like, oh, cement foundation. Okay. And what? (laughs) Like they, they're crazy. It's actually hardcore. (laughs) So yeah, I've been watching that and just like my serotonin boost is just watching like meme compilations on YouTube. (laughs) But I watch it on the TV, so it's like less less embarrassing for me <laughs> like on my phone watching YouTube comps, but yeah. Um so if anyone has a good suggestion for like lighthearted funny shows, I am on the market. Lighthearted funny shows. Yeah.
0: I mean you've seen the you've seen the like I feel like you've probably seen like any comedy worth seeing, probably
1: yeah probably <laughs> i don't know i've also been like i mean i've always been like into the gym you know like that's been my happy place but i got into running and then i was like uh it's so torturous like running even when you get better at it it's still <laughs> hard it's not it doesn't get easier you just get better better. yes oh my god, it's, like, extra weight. My fat ass, like, I can carry around. Like, this dumb truck is holding <laughs> me back. So, I don't know what you guys want me to do. Like, oh, the, the worst part is running, like, and I'm, like, oh, I'm, I have a good pace going right now, and it's, like, busy in the park. And some skinny-ass dude who's, like, the size of my leg comes <laughs> flying by me, and I'm just, like, okay, relax. Like, this isn't the Olympics. It's so But... Yeah, so I've been back in the gym since they reopened, which I'm, like, I try to pick the time slot that's, like, nobody's there so that I can, like, feel less sus yeah. about it. But, I don't know. I feel so strong lately. I feel like I could crush a watermelon with my legs. Do it. So, <laughs> Maybe that's how you get famous. <laughs> that's my, yeah, my claim to fame will just be crushing watermelons. <laughs> oh, my God, I saw the weirdest hey, if, thing. if If trees. If tr- Uh, what oh i was gonna say i saw the weirdest the funniest tiktok are you on tiktok no no okay well (laughs) um there was this trend where like you take an egg and you put it between your hands and like you cannot crack it it won't crack just because of like the physics of the shape or something okay then someone like yeah i guess like it's just not possible then someone was like like in between like your over here like your hands yeah or the palm of your hand the palms i think okay and you just push it i don't believe that i personally don't believe it but i've watched like so many videos and they just don't break but then Um, go get an
0: egg right now
1: no (laughs) you get an egg i'm upstairs (laughs) 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 and then there was the one guy who did it and he like cracked it with his like muscle which I was like okay but then this is what I'm getting at there was this couple because I was talking about crushing watermelons this couple was like let's try to crack these eggs with our butt cheeks <laughs> and they literally put an egg between their butt cheek. I mean not bear obviously <laughs> between their butt cheeks and they were flexing their butts and they cracked it and I was just like this is so stupid that's insane but I don't believe the egg thing though i maybe i'll try it this weekend and i'll film it for you
0: i don't believe it how is that possible like you have to be weak as hell not, it's an egg
1: it's something about the shape i don't know i put a thing like i can crack it with a finger sometimes right like if you puncture it that's different but if you're trying to like crush yeah it, but you're, you're putting it.
0: pressure on your hands to bri- come on i'm gonna do this right now you're gonna hold on I'm to oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay guys she's getting an egg um might be messy but it might not be either According to the TikTok trend, which uh, is not, I will say, it's not a peer-reviewed situation, but I haven't seen a single video where someone actually cracks the egg. Okay. We I have go. a bowl in
0: case it gets messy. I'm going to move the laptop just a bit back. <laughs> All right.
1: So between your palms. Like
0: this, right?
1: Yeah. No, not like that. Like Why? This. Like this. <laughs> well, I can't, it's like instinctual. I can't
0: not put my hand that way. Okay. Fuck, you see I can't- You can't, go, can't I, crack the egg! No, I can't I can't not cross my fingers to hold it. It's <laughs> an instinct. <laughs> i try so
1: hard not to make them touch.
0: Fuck, I can't. <laughs> That's <laughs> so rude! Uh, no, how is this possible? I don't know. That doesn't make sense.
1: Well, now you have a fun party trick for when That does not goes.
0: That's crazy. I really thought that was a lie.
1: You were fully prepared to get egged all over your hand. I was.
0: I was really ready to like have a messy egg right now. That's <laughs> insane. I know. Also, I can't put my hand like that without crossing my fingers. It's
1: well, fair enough.
0: It's impossible.
1: Okay, well, I personally haven't tried the egg thing. Maybe I'll try it later. That's insane. Because you're just like, it's like a stupid shell. (laughs) It breaks so easily. It's like, um, I don't know. It's just crazy. I guess, like, maybe it's a mechanism. It's like the other TikTok
0: thing of, like, you know the the TikTok with the hands there that women can do and men can't? Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, so...
0: I don't believe that either.
1: <laughs> I don't believe that one because the girls, when they move their hands, they like shift their weight backwards. So like your legs would be like a Z, right? So they mm-hmm. shift their weight so their butt goes back and then it balances their weight. But then the guys never do that. And I don't know if that's like a natural thing or if every girl just knows how to do it. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but it seems fake. Seem- but then again, I just got my
0: ass handed to me. So <laughs> that egg
1: did manhandle you? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's evolutionary, like protective. Thing. Maybe like it, it evolved to the perfect shape so it couldn't get crushed by accident or something.
0: That or humans are really just not as tough as we like to believe.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a given. But like, what really? When you think about it, birds are like some of the oldest living things to have like longest lineage going yeah. back to dinosaurs and even before that so it would make sense that they're when they procreate their like eggs would be protected in the best way possible
0: and yet if i drop this on the floor from where i'm sitting right now it'll well, it'll break <laughs>
1: the thing is maybe it's because eggs have to be sat on so like it, like obviously dropping it would break it but like they have to be able to be sat on to keep warm and incubate and whatever yeah so, so that's why you think you so that's why the hands, hands can't head. crush it got it because the structural integrity is for that <laughs> someone fact check me <laughs> the
0: structural in- that should be the title of the episode the structural, structural integrity, integrity of, of the egg, egg. <laughs>
1: Oh man, but yeah,
0: that's insane. This is gonna bother me.
1: Well, I don't know. Take solace and <laughs> just smash it. Oh, so speaking of eggs, uh, do you celebrate Easter?
0: Yes, of
1: course. Do oh, I mean, you course. like? Do you uh, do you like egg decorating and egg hunts when you were a kid? Obviously not now. Well,
0: when we yeah when we were when we were kids like my cousins and stuff, um, we didn't really have an egg hunt, but we did a lot of, uh, what's it called? Like paint, the egg decorating and a yeah. lot more decorations when we were younger. And now this new generation of parents in my family really have just given up on that. <laughs> There's like I mean, the kids still get chocolate and all that. Yeah. Um, and it still is a really big thing. Like we still do the huge family dinner uh, with like a million courses and everyone brings dessert. And so we still, it's still a big deal for us.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but actually for us, the more important holiday is the week before, I'm sure, which is Palm Sunday.
1: Okay.
0: Yes. Um, but I, it's not an Italian, like it's not an Italian thing. I mean, the, <laughs> my God, I can't speak today. The, the holiday, yes, it's like big for all Italians, but for my family, that and Christmas are like the biggest holidays. Right. So for like on Easter, we're all spread out, kind of like everyone is with, cause you know, people are married. So everyone yeah. kind of splits off with other families. But Palm Sunday is like the Yonetta family, which is my mom's side, has to all be together to celebrate Palm Sunday. But oh, cool. Easter, Easter's big too. It's really just like the kids just get talking now. They really let themselves go.
1: <laughs> um. So, what is Palm Sunday?
0: Okay. So Palm Sunday. I'm gonna Google it so I make sure I explain it properly. Because
1: uh... <laughs> yeah, because like obviously I I know a little bit about Easter, but I don't really. We don't celebrate Easter, so kind of a.
0: So Palm Sunday, also called Passion Sunday in Christian tradition, is the first holy week, and it's the Sunday before Easter, commemorating Jesus Christ's triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Mm. Um, Yeah, and you're blessed with the palms and stuff, Uh, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. um, So it's pretty much because he was like, hey guys, (laughs) But I don't, like, I don't know why it's such a thing in our family. I just, like, for us, it's because my grandfather was, like, obsessed with it. Um, I don't know why. I just know that every year he would bring this giant fucking tree into church with all the little palms that he'd get yeah. blessed by the tree, the priest. And, uh, yeah, but, like, a lot of Italian families don't even celebrate it. So it's,
1: so it's like, it's like a,
0: That's sorry?
1: Pretty, it's pretty unique to your family, then.
0: Yeah, the a lot, I've met a lot of Italian time people who don't celebrate it. A lot of people still might go to the actual church service,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, because it's like leading, like I said, it, it's leading up to Easter. And every year when we go, the church is fucking packed. So yeah. they still go to church, but not everyone necessarily celebrates celebrates it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then uh, yeah, I find Easter is bigger for Greeks here anyway. Yeah. that's how it seems to be yeah so but they also have a different date than we do
1: yeah I was gonna say they have like their own set of stuff
0: yeah yeah they have their own uh easter and there's something else that we both celebrate the same holiday but it's not the same day but i don't know what it is
1: i, I think they have orthodox christmas right
0: maybe maybe it's that
1: yeah i don't know yeah so this year like for me what's coming up uh ramadan is is next month so i'll be fasting like all of april pretty much is it hard for you to do um it's not because the last few years have been in the summertime which is the hardest time so basically every year it moves up 30 days uh okay um so like the for the last 10 years basically um it's been from like september till may which is like the longest days so from when you're fasting you know in july from sunrise to sunset like that's a long ass day that's like 18 <laughs> hour day right yeah but now because it's closer to winter time the days are a lot shorter and the fasts are a lot shorter so it's not terribly hard it's not going to be easy but it's more of a mental game. Like once, once you're kind of used to it after like the first few days, you really don't get hungry unless you're like out doing physical work. And you're like, God, I'm so thirsty and hungry and I'm in the sun and it's beating down on me. Like that's a different situation. But like for me, like we work from home and all I do is type and click all day. So like, it won't be too difficult. Um, I'm excited because I don't know there's something it's kind of like christmas time like you know that feeling you get and it's just like wholesome and like you have to wake up so early but it's like you're excited to wake up like that's that's kind of how i feel during the whole month um i like really take i'm not religious but i am i really value ramadan and like it's a it's a really good time to like reflect and think about i don't like for me personally like everyone who watches the show they you know you guys know i have like food problems and like body image problems so like not having to think about that stuff and just like it is like freedom from my mind like Mm -hmm. like okay I can't eat from this time to this time so like I can occupy my mind with other things um so it's just like very peaceful for me uh and like you're supposed to like it's not just it's kind of like the difference between plant-based and veganism is like plant-based is like food specific and veganism is like lifestyle specific in the same way that like Ramadan, like Mm -hmm. it's not just intermittent fasting. It's like, you're abstaining from a lot of other stuff and like trying to just like, like you're not supposed to get mad at people. You're not supposed to swear. You're not supposed to like, you're not really supposed to like feast a huge amount after, like you're just supposed to eat enough to be full for the next day and whatever. So for me, like I feel like cleansed after I'm like oh like what a nice time and now I can get back to my shenanigans like after are the- you like, good at not swearing yeah I don't really swear that much I feel like I've become more casual with my swearing the last few years but I really don't swear that much so I'm, I'm not yeah I'm not concerned about that what's really hard is not getting mad because I do have like kind of a bad temper or just like after i worked all day and didn't eat like yeah God, don't tell me to clean my room i'm 26 <laughs> like that's kind of like where i need to be like okay <laughs> but fingers crossed maybe i'll be in a new place by then you know <laughs> who knows so i'm just excited like and then Eid is after that which is like christmas basically um so i'm probably gonna take off like three days of work if it's during the week and just like that's fun. enjoy and give everyone presents i used to
0: ask you guys give gifts
1: yeah we do yeah so like usually you give to like i guess whoever is coming to the event that you're going to um you would give the anyone who's younger than you you give them money or gifts Um, my family has always been like super um generous with what they give to everyone Um, but people have never really been as generous to us which is rude um but I'm like now that I have like a real job I'm so excited to get my little cousins and every everyone like little trinkets and toys and because I was kind of spoiled by my uncles and now they have kids so I'm like mm-hmm. now I can spoil your kids back you know yeah. so it's overall I'm excited for the next month it'll be good March is fine because it's like my birthday's tomorrow so that's fun whatever but I'm more excited for Ramadan and Eid. And then it's summertime, so... I'm excited
0: for you, because honestly, besides your birthday, March fucking
1: sucks. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, it does. It's like a nothing. A nothing. It's, It's not it.
0: It is the Tuesday of the week. Absolutely. Nothing happens. It's not a Monday where you're like, oh, it's the start of the week. It's not a Wednesday where you're like, oh, I'm almost there. It's just a useless day where two honestly i'm just having a bad march so i'm just being biased
1: (laughs) i pretty much agree with everything you've said so far so it's just like between winter and spring like it's not it's gross weird weather unpredictable like a teenager doesn't know
0: what it wants to be that's all the only analogy i have
1: (laughs) yeah try to pick one thing out of every month that like gets me excited so usually after my birthday like I'm like what gets me excited in April like <laughs> April is like kind of like March but more rainy so yeah I, I mean like
0: yeah for us the only good thing about April is that's when Easter falls right mm-hmm. sometime in April
1: and yeah. I guess it's St. It's Patrick's, Patrick's Day is also tomorrow so yeah uh, who, like, do, you, do you like
0: celebrate St. Patrick's uh no, <laughs> like,
1: kind <of>? no? Okay. <laughs> I I can't escape it because it's on my birthday every year so I've embraced okay. it as like the theme of my birthday <laughs> Got usually. It. um but I really haven't I really wanted to go I really want to be in Ireland this year for my birthday oh, but St. Patrick's? yeah I thought it would be like so um, cool and cool. obviously not plan my whole trip around that because I I would I would have loved to see it in Ireland but I don't even think they like really celebrate it the way we do here I feel like it's not as bastardized as yeah yeah, also I feel
0: like if Irish people want to get smashed they don't necessarily need St. Patrick's Day (laughs) to
1: to do it (laughs) definitely not but yeah unfortunately I didn't get to do that maybe next year I really want to go to Ireland me too I don't know
0: it looks gorgeous looks
1: so magical like a fairyland yeah. and like yeah. apparently the people are super nice yeah really value because i'm scared <laughs> yeah, I'm scared of people
0: no it, it's it's I, I know a friend who, well someone i used to be friends with who went and like her pictures were stunning it really does look like it doesn't actually exist like yeah. kind of like what you said like a fairyland like is you're like that's not a real place that's <laughs>
1: Like, That's I'm a thing. So, I'm so thirsty <laughs> to travel right now. Like, oh my uh,
0: God.
1: I'm counting down the days to like well, we're know.
0: close. Honestly, like we we're close. close. We're close. The vaccines are going like so far, knock on wood, like very quick, it seems, more or less. So like if I can actually leave the province, not in the country, just the province yeah. <laughs> in like September, October. Oh my god. I might not come back.
1: I'm... I'm plotting on a Christmas, like, vacation, hopefully, maybe. I
0: think... I really think you'll be able to have it. Like, I can't imagine us being in the exact same situation by the time next fall rolls
1: around. No, I can't... I can't allow myself to... (laughs) (laughs) Physically, I cannot handle that. Mentally, yeah. But... Do you have like a place in mind that you want to visit i
0: mean if i can like really leave the country and when i mean leave the country i mean like i don't have to wear a mask for seven hours on a flight right um then i would like to go to europe i don't even care where i'll pick a, i'll pick a spot i don't <laughs> care <laughs> yeah. um but yeah if they're still saying that like for the next little while you have to wear the mask on a flight i might do something with a little less hours um like vancouver yeah or uh alberta even i really want to go to alberta or even new york so that's a very short flight
1: oh super short yeah
0: so it really just yeah it kind of just depends what the situation is with the airplanes yeah um also obviously depends my money situation but let's be realistic i will be going somewhere regardless
1: (laughs) i respect that i respect that
0: if you could leave where are you gonna go
1: well, so I tentatively have plans to go back to Banff at some point in the summer, if yeah. things are like not. I'm sure you will
0: be. I feel like if you went before when things were like worse. Were, like,
1: <laughs> well, they weren't bad at that time, but then they got bad like immediately after that. Good um, job, Maria. But I we think don't <laughs> <got> it. <laughs> <laughs> Super <laughs> spreader. No, I, I swear to God, I'm not. I swear, <laughs> not tarnishing my own name on this podcast. Um, but yeah, if things are looking good, I want to go between like sometime in between June and August or September. Um, but if not, I would wait till like Christmas time and go somewhere warm. So yeah. I would go back to Mexico. Loved it there. It was beautiful. Or like I really want to go to Spain, I
0: really want to go to
1: Portugal, I
0: love Spain.
1: I have never been to Europe, so like I really, if I go, like if I decide not to go to Banff and s- start saving like I'm saving a lot and yeah. spending a lot when I go to Europe like I want to do it right and like splurge a little bit because I'm, I'm like the budget traveler like I'll take Spirit Airlines I'll sit in the back <laughs> on the wing that's me like I don't care um, but yeah there comes a time when you should spend like a little bit more and get get more out of the trip than just like bare minimum you know so yeah for sure Yeah, and Spain is like, I'm really, I really want to go there first because they have so much history with, like, the Moorish uh, Empire and, like, the churches that used to be mosques that turn into churches again, like, architecture and everything. Like, I just so, I'm so stoked on Spain. (laughs) So, hopefully, if not, this then definitely 2022, you know, like, whatever. At this point, time means nothing to me. My age means nothing to me. I don't care oh
0: yeah dude in 2022 right now what what my friend and i have planned is an italy trip the comic-con here the comic-con in ottawa yes a a united states comic-con um and lots of like weekend trips so with what money we're gonna be paying all this stuff for i don't know but apparently those are the plans
1: yeah honestly that's fire like it's better to plan and over plan now and then like be perfectly prepared for when everything is like relatively normal yeah then to like kind of be like oh i don't know like it gives you something to look forward to it gives you something to save towards and like for sure i don't know i'm stoked i'm excited i want honestly at this point i just want to go like outside to a festival like city festival in london and just be like yeah this is this is exactly what I want. Like, don't care (laughs) as long as there's like something to do. Cause last summer there was nothing to do. Like,
0: I just want a friend to have a birthday party that I'm not afraid I'm going to die
1: at. (laughs) That's That's a fair point. Like, I don't want to risk my life to like celebrate my friends and myself.
0: Like, like my birthday, my birthday's in July. I would like, well, I mean, obviously I'm preaching to the choir. Your birthday's tomorrow, but like, (laughs) <laughs> but I'm sure you agree like it would be nice if like by the summer people can have parties again.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: Maybe fine if we still can't do like 500 person weddings, whatever. But like if we could at least have like normal birthdays again which i personally think we will i really think we will. i'm staying very think, positive yeah but.
1: especially in the summer when you can be more outside have the windows open or whatever like it's the risk is yeah. going a lot well hope maybe i'll come see you for your birthday i'm gonna imagine i'll i, actually would. I actually would so yeah. if you're serious let's discuss this off the pod <laughs> <laughs> i serious. i have half that week off that's fire so
0: I mean, unlike the other person on this chat, I don't work on my birthday. <laughs>
1: so. Okay, T. But uh it's March right now, so you know, give me some credit. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to do for me to take work off. But
0: are you gonna have like a treat yourself day when like you have your shot and things are like really open and stuff?
1: My like, what I have in mind is at some point in the summer, I'll have, like, a birthday thing okay. outside with my friends, whenever. I don't really know, but, like, to celebrate my birthday, just, like, not on my birthday. And, like, I don't know. I don't really know. I'm definitely going to, like, go ham when I can. But, like, Ontario <laughs> Ontario's not doing as well with vaccinations As Quebec, so I don't know.
0: Which is shocking. Like if anyone had to be the poorer student in this one, hands down I would have chosen Quebec.
1: (laughs) It's it's disappointing, but hopefully they pick it up, pick up the Slack, you know. We'll see. I really say
0: why, or it's just like
1: I think it's just because there's significantly more people here and where we have not enough vaccines. And they're even like delaying the second shots too, which I'm like, oh, I don't know what to think about this. Yeah, that's um, yeah, but
0: that's yeah. too it. For us, it's like delayed by four months. What? Yeah. Because basically, which I'm sure they gave you guys the same spiel, it's they want to vaccinate, like give the 60% immunity to more people instead of 100% to like less than half, right. which like, i do get it i really do and i can definitely see that logic yeah it's just like what worries me is that there wasn't an okay from the people who made the vaccine yeah that's the part i don't like but like if they if the people who made it said like oh like that's fine then i'd be like okay then fine
1: yeah
0: because i do it like i do agree in the sense that you know the faster a larger amount of people get vaccinated, the faster we could get back mm-hmm. to a life, right? So, it's hard. I'm, also, I wouldn't want to be a government official at this time, so.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, I just hope I'm out of my house uh, so I can get vaccinated and not have my dad in my ear about how there's a microchip. <laughs> so, you know. Hoping for that for 2021. Dreaming <laughs> <Jimmy> big. <Bay. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's our hour. I know we didn't really talk about the monarchy that much, not but really. I just we don't know. have much to say about <laughs> those
0: people. <laughs> yeah, you should. The title should definitely be monarchy, and in parentheses,
1: the but structural really. integrity of an yeah, egg. The structural integrity of the egg. Yeah, that's. A, I think
0: that sums up the episode way more
1: than the monarchy. <laughs> oh my god okay well it's so nice to talk to you and thanks to everyone for watching slash listening to episode 12 and we'll see you next time bye